I've been running this organization for over a decade. I'm constantly learning more. And I wanted to share 15 things um, that will help you, whether you're an investor or someone who's raising capital for your operating business or an investment vehicle of some type. Um, I think everyone listening here knows five to 10 of these things, or maybe even all 15, but it can serve as a helpful reminder of what to refocus on, what to get better at. You can be doing all of these things, but be doing them in a mediocre fashion or not as dialed in as you could be, or perhaps you're doing excellent on all 15 of these things and you have some feedback for, for us on what else we could add to this list for our workshops and events for 2021. Of course, we don't know everything. So let me start out from the top here. Only focus on investments that have two to three compelling features or exciting aspects about them. If you go about deals that are just okay or good, it's going to be a slog. It's going to feel like a waste of time. And it's going to not get a lot of response from partners, from your team, from investors. It's just going to be a relative waste of time versus working on things that are very compelling. This goes directly into point number two. You need to constantly be trying to double your quality deal flow. <clears throat> the common thing when people new to investing, but even more so when they're new to raising capital, is they say, oh, well, I've got all the deal flow in the world. We could close $2 billion of deals today if I had the investors. Well, that's true with anyone who's been in the investment world for any amount of time. It's not hard to find $2 billion worth of stocks in the stock market or multifamily properties or even operating businesses to invest in. The trick is to double the highest quality deal flow you have constantly so that your top 1% of deals get much, much better. If you only see 100 deals a year, your top 1% to choose from is one deal. If you see 1,000 deals, then you have 10 deals to choose from, and you'll do only the top 0.1% or 0.2% and do two deals, et cetera. So you want to focus on the specific strike zone you've established to make sure you have one, quality of the asset, the location of the asset, the structure of the asset the stage it's at, the valuation it's at, the comfortability and the due diligence, the leadership situation, all those things could be dialed in to make the deal much more compelling if you double your deal flow. Number three, um, make sure to focus on saving owners of companies equity and saving investors who are allocating taxes. If you do those two things in combination, deals get done more quickly and more easily because owners raising capital don't want to give away tons of equity if they can avoid it. And investors coming in want to save tons in taxes if they can. Um, it also can help to structure a deal to be income-based. If you can pay out income every month or quarter, uh, those are some things we've been learning in real time that have really been helping us in deal momentum. Uh, number four, add value first and interest is inevitable. So if you go around pitching, and just selling and say, hey, do you want to invest in our hedge fund? Hey, do you want to invest in our private equity fund? We have amazing returns. You know, we've got something that's very, very low risk, or we've got something that's going to have a better IRR than anything else you invest in. You know, people aren't sure who you are. So without any context, all of those words mean nothing. It's like somebody tapping you on the shoulder in Manhattan, asking you if you want to invest in their exciting hedge fund. And you kind of say, well, who, who are you? Uh, no, thank you. And then you move on. It doesn't even matter what they say. People want context. And so you have to provide that first by adding value first, appeal to something they're genuinely interested in, add that value and be a resource. And then within that context, you could make an offer perhaps. Number five, focus on one business model or one to two niche areas and specialize your valuation approach, your due diligence 
and who co-invests with you and what value they're adding to the deal. Many people don't focus enough as investors and even within investment firms, some people who are not getting a lot of momentum are not focused enough. Number six, try to find niche business owner, asset owner, and investor groups. It doesn't matter if you're an investor trying to grow your deal flow or if you are an investment firm or an operator trying to attract investors, focusing on those niche groups is going to get you more results. You need to combine this with constantly pollinating your team and your brain with new strategies, new ideas, new ways to get better quality deal flow, refine your deal flow, structure a deal more intelligently, et cetera. But if you combine that with the niche group approach, I find you get a lot of progress every quarter. Number seven, build an investor funnel. Uh, make sure you build a robust investor funnel or investment funnel that attracts deal flow. Whatever side of the deal you're on, whether you're raising capital or attracting deals, you need to make sure that you have speeches that you're giving, that you have digital assets that attract deal flow or attract capital. Uh, an example of this is working with one of the sharks from Shark Tank, uh, Kevin Harrington, on the Shark Family Office um, brand name and approach and platform. It just attracts even more deal flow to him through our network. And he's someone who already has a lot of deal flow. Uh, he invented the infomercial and was on the first season of Shark Tank, but he knows the importance of it. So he's trying to get access to even more deal flow. And we've been able to, to close one deal with him through our network. So I'm trying to get more deal flow, those raising capital. I know you're trying to get more investor flow. Building a funnel is how to think about doing that. We go over how to do this in detail in two different workshops, our capital raising workshop, which is recorded in our member portal, and our private investor advantage workshop, which is also in the portal. So I encourage you to watch both of those or participate in those two events live in 2021. Those are just two of our 20 live events for next year. Um, number eight, create thought leadership that's unique and genuine. Uh, we have an event called Capital Con in Q1, where we have 20 speakers on stage who have all raised $100 million each. Um, Brian Burke is going to be one of the speakers there, and he has raised over $25 million in equity in just the last three months. And when I asked him on a recent interview how he did so, he said a big part of it was writing the book that added value to investors first. Um, so we're going to talk about that strategy and others. We do so at our Investor Influence Workshop. You'll hear this come up at our Investor Summits. Um, and it's related to the comment about adding value first. Number nine, integrity is power and character is faith. So figure out every month and every quarter how to make your team more aligned with where you want to go, from who's on your team to where your office is based, to what you invest in, who you affiliate with, who you partner with, how you run your business, what food you eat, what clothes you wear. The more aligned everything is, the more integrated or the higher your integrity then the more you're going to attract others like you and others who want to go in the same direction as you, whether you're an investor or an investment firm. We talk about this a lot at the Investor Influence Workshop, and also it's going to come up at our Structuring and Tax Strategies Workshop, uh, which we're hosting next year as well. Number 10, study influence. Um, make sure that you think about how you could be more influential. So with the same amount of energy and money spent, you're just getting better results. Being more influential just means being a better communicator, getting more results from each word you say and getting people to take action based on your recommendations. Number 11, make sure you have your key visuals dialed in. Make sure you have a video of you that introduces yourself on your family office website, or at least uh, in a link that you could send to people. 
So people are comfortable with who you are as a strategic investor and what value you could add, or they're comfortable with who you are as an investment firm principal or as a team member of an investment firm. Make sure you have video and key visuals of your value add process, your team, your office, maybe assets that you own, et cetera. Um, you just communicate a lot faster visually than you can via you know, either audio only or via just text only, which is a normal way to do so in a pitch deck. Number 12, position yourself to get better deal flow and investors, in, in other words, attract the flow. This is different than building an investor funnel. It's different than just focusing on influence, focusing on how you could change how you refer to yourself as an investor or investment firm will change what you get referred and what you get access to. So make sure you get within the flow. Everyone says there's more capital available now than ever before, but a lot of people struggle to find deals and find capital, but there's an abundance of both. And so why is that? A lot of it is positioning. Number 13, um, educate, don't sell. When you meet with somebody, add value first. This is something we really uh, try to drive home with our own team. And it's how I attracted my last $100 million net worth family that I'm working with now is to show them a way to run things more efficiently, just verbally uh, or through an email followed up by a phone call and just add genuine value to them, whether or not it's related to what you're selling them. It's a way to show them um, that you are a valuable resource. So recently I did this via email. It got them on the phone. I explained over phone and then to their board um, an idea that could save them equity as they grow their family office platform and grow their net worth. And then recently, recently, I was able to connect another $100 million net worth client to this new one that I was attracting. So I added value to them a second way. And then I told them how I'd like to be working with them um, just a few business days after. And they said, yeah, we're happy to consider doing this. So it took you know five months or more like four months in both of those value add actions. Now I have their direct attention and they'll take a meeting with me. Um, you know, anytime within reason and they're open to proposals that are a little bit more creative than if I just came and tapped their shoulder on the street and pitched them on something, they would not even respond and they would just walk the other way. So don't take it personally when people do that. It's your approach. It's not you. Number 14, um, all of investing is about conviction, comfort level, and trust. People want high conviction, sleep at night convention, convic conviction, and they want to see very long-term commitment. You need to do things that nobody would do unless they were highly committed to their craft. And it shows your focus, it shows your depth of expertise, um, and it shows that you're in this for the long-term and you're playing the long game, just like the investor's money, they hope is playing a long game and not a short-term game. You wanna be aligned with their money and their intentions. intentions. Number 15. Structure a much more aligned deal than the average. What it really bothers me is when people are trying to figure out how to invest or how to raise capital, and they say, oh, well, it seems like everyone's charging two and 20. That's kind of the industry norm, right? So we're just going to charge that. And I say, well, first of all, if you are a new investor or a new investment firm, you're not the industry norm in terms of credibility yet or track record. So why would you think you could get away with charging the industry norm? Second of all, why would you ever just want to be the industry norm? Figure out what the industry norm is and be 1% better or 10% better or 100% better. And don't scare people away by being too creative, but find something that's more aligned, more well-structured, more tax efficient, more intelligently put together. In Q1, we're going to have a tax strategy summit that's going to help with this. And we're going to be adding a lot more value on the structuring and tax side of things while also carrying through some of our core traditional workshops and education. 
So I hope whether you're an investor or an investment firm, you got some value out of the short talk on 15 strategies to close more deals in 2021. I genuinely hope you do close more deals if that's one of your goals or close better quality deals if that's your goal. And I appreciate the time you're spending in here at our event today. If you have any questions on this, feel free to shoot me an email, richard at familyoffices.com. I'll try to get back to you in one or two business days. Thank you.